Today is May 23rd, and the Yankees have just lost their first series in over a month. They scored 24 runs and hit 11 home runs, but came up with two losses, which is not how you drew it up, not how you like it. So we're going to talk about it. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy Jake. Recaps galore and weekly awards. Stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Okay, all right, we're coming off a tough loss. Thanks for joining us. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from Northern California, and I have my co-host Jake coming to you from Denver, two transplanted Yankee fans. Jake, how are you? Jimmy, I'm okay. Man, I uh, I thought I was going to be running a little more hot, but then I I took a step back and it was like, oh, things are still okay. <laughs> things are still really good. Really so, good. It's tough. That so it's, many it's people can't do off that. Of a loss. Yeah, it's tough. And, you know, it. I guess there's a little bit of a double-edged sword that it's, you know, oh, they're just crazy competitive and want to win every game. And it's like, yeah, there's 162 of them. I am the prize. Learned some lessons. It was a road series. We've been playing incredible. We haven't lost a series in over a month. A, a Everything's going to be okay. Now let's rip in everyone. A lot of people on Twitter can't understand, uh, and I – Told Jake before the show that I was like, Jake, I'm fucking fired up. Not about the game, about Twitter. I almost wanted to delete my account today because I've never had a team do so well. And the fan base, fan base just like throw such a hissy fit after one loss, albeit a very bad loss. But I don't want to go on an angry Twitter rant. I want to overcome it. The Yankees are a very good team. And the pitching needs work. We're going to get way into that. Like there's some flaws. But even I'm with it's so into that, yeah, so into that. And even with those flaws, the Yankees are such a fucking good baseball team with so many mm-hmm. studs, homegrown studs. So why why would I just? Someone's like someone tweeted and said, "Well, people are allowed to be mad," and I said, "Yeah, dude, you're allowed to be as mad as you want to be, but don't tweet your madness to me because I'm allowed to not want to see that or like like what, what if see, someone that's like." Put your madness right at him. That's someone's like walks up to you in line like, I'm fucking mad today. It's like, cool, dude. I don't really want to hear that, though. So just like take that away from me. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool story, man. Yeah. But <laughs> not interesting. But I think a lot of people want to complain. And the Yankees, Yankees have been. guy. They want to know what you're thinking. They, they've been. The Yankees have been so good that they haven't allowed these people that think fanhood is complaining and blaming the manager. They haven't allowed these people to enjoy fanhood as they know it because the Yankees have been too good. Let's get you cussing out some of our fans before the end of this. No, no. That's always a good app. <laughs> no, 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 I should start muting people again. All right, but before we get into the game, I, we do want to make an announcement to everyone. We started a subscription support donation page on Patreon. A lot of people may know about that. If you listen to podcasts, you may have heard of it already. I was really skeptical. We've been told that if we did this, people would support and want to help out for a long time. And I was pretty hesitant because I don't like myself enough to say, support me, give me money so you can listen to me talk. I like myself enough to talk to you, Jake, and have people enjoy the conversation and stuff. But to say, 
support me. I didn't like it, but I listened to a lot of other like professional podcasts. Like they have sponsorships and backing and it's a pretty normal thing. But Jake and I didn't want to just say, Hey, here's a donate page. Donate if you want. So we're trying to think of some rewards. This is what we've come up with. We have a $2 a month subscription, $2 a month averages out to Jake. How much a year? We're going to say around 24, give or take. It's 24 on the nose, 24 on the nose. Okay. So that gets you little thing. It gets you access to the podcast earlier than everyone else because maybe a couple hours earlier because I'm going to, as soon as the video is done, the video is being posted on the Patreon website. You can watch it while I edit the audio and add in the song and everything like that and then post that to the podcast app. So you get access earlier and the video access. A lot of people like watching us. I, I, you know what? I, I, it, I will say it's weird, but I like I've, I have subscribed to podcasts because I liked watching. Because when I worked from home, I just put it on the second screen and then you can see reactions and stuff like that, see how ugly we are and stuff like that. So that's the two little things. The big thing is we're going to have a raffle once a month where someone will win an affordable jersey jersey. Affordablejerseys.com. You guys know about them. They have they have partnered up with us for this sponsorship. So they're going to donate one jersey a month. So $2 a month, put your name in a raffle to win a $99 jersey. So $24 on the year to win 12 jerseys. If you win a jersey, your name's not taken out of the raffle. You're back in next month. It's all in there. $2 a month for the jersey raffle, $2 a month to get early access and to support us. I also, I think I, I was messing around with it because I go live for games and sometimes I have reactions to stuff or jokes like because I'll record myself for an at-bat and say the first couple pitches, nothing happened, so I just delete those. But sometimes I'm deleting jokes that I thought were kind of funny, but they're not worth sharing because, you know, you know, Andor just grounded out. He didn't hit a home run, so why am I going to share that? So I was thinking maybe I'll just put all that on the the Patreon patron only page. Jimmy, you've been good copping it. I'm gonna bad cop it. It's two two bucks a month, twenty four bucks a year. You can win a jersey. Jimmy puts in a lot of work. I put in some work, not as much. Jimmy puts in a lot of work. Support us. We appreciate you guys. We didn't want to be begging for money. We didn't think that was right, but we're we're offering you a jersey and a raffle. So I don't know. If, if you can subscribe and here's, you know, I'll even hook you guys up. Cancel your gym membership that you don't use. That's 30 bucks a month. They've been charging you. You just haven't taken the time to do it. Subscribe to us. Net net. You're making $28 a month and you're entered to win a Jersey. So you're welcome. Boom. Speaking of gym memberships, I went on the treadmill yesterday for an hour, did 70 minutes, four miles, Tried to go back on today. I wanted to do every day a month until I get to New Jersey because I've just been so bad since I went full time when I thought yeah. I was going to be good. I busted up my heel. I can't walk on my heel. I don't know what happened. It feels like I wore a snowboarding boot and it just crunched my heel together. Like it was not the wrong size and my bones just like squished, but I was just running on a treadmill. So, I don't know. you know yeah. what? Oh, sorry. We're, 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 hitting, we're hitting a tough, we're hitting a tough point. If I'm not on the treadmill for a week, my calves will just lock up. And I'm like, come on, I stretched. <laughs> like what's like what's happening? So we're get, we're getting old. I That's want the good news. So the raffle, Jake, first we said we have yes. to do the raffle on the podcast. That would be fun. Now, here's my idea that I haven't shared with you. This is fresh. Okay. I Googled bingo ball machine. You know, like you Whoa. turn the wheel and it's got all the balls in there. Yeah. 
And then I thought like if we just make one-off videos and they get posted on Twitter or Instagram and yeah. like that's more exciting. But they're kind yeah. of expensive to get the bingo ball. But then I was like, well, then we're locked into bingo ball every single month. So yeah. you, I want to think of fun ways to do the raffle, not just like – I throw the names into a random, pick a random name generator on the computer, and whatever. I want something to be fun. So we'll take suggestions. Suggestions. That's all for the patron. So thank you. Let's talk, let's talk Yanks. Let's talk Thanks, everyone. Let's talk some Yankees baseball. Tough weekend, kind of. I don't, it was tough, but like, here's my thing the offense was so good that half my brain can't allow myself to be upset with how bad the pitching was. But then the pitching was so bad that I can't get fully upset by the offense, but I am an optimistic dude. So I, I, I am teetering on like, this was a good weekend. The offense There's, crushed there, it. There were some strong takeaways after a couple road sets, the middle loss you shrug at, cause it was a, you know, a veteran for their team against a young guy for our team who didn't have it that day. And then today was just like, pfft, I, I don't know. A lot of finger pointing, but I'm, I mean, I don't want to burn, kid. Let, you want to burn? I, feel, I right. feel I'm caged up. I missed last week. If you're wondering, yeah, I was at another bachelor party. I had a few daiquiris. I was in New York City. I still wanted to do it. Then I couldn't do it. And now I'm here and I was really jealous. So now I've got a burn that's going to melt your freaking faces off. I thought you had a funeral for your fish. And then there was the funeral for my fish. So... New York City, silly man. To all our listeners in the city, shout out. I don't know how you do it. I hate that place. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I was I was there for less than twenty four hours, and I just like spent money. <laughs> I got <laughs> got pretty drunk, but either way, all right. A, let's, burn. Elect- burn, let's burn. Let's burn, Jakey. Burn, burn, Jakey. Burn. Disco okay. Inferno. You're better at the singing than me. I don't know why you didn't clocking me. Yeah, I'll clock you, you son of a bitch. Okay. So we're doing game one first. <laughs> I think that's your normal response to that, which is which is odd. <laughs> All right. On your mark, get set, go. Game Pause. one. And go. Pause. Pause. Tough start. More energy. On your mark, get set, go. From me? Boy, now you're burning seconds. Game one in beautiful Arlington, Texas. You got to go. Been to that stadium a few times. Not bad. You mentioned the chili dog. That is gross. You got to eat it with multiple people. Don't eat Bartolo that at all. Bartolo Colon versus Tanaka Tuesday on a Monday. Tanaka was half in the bag. He's getting prepared <laughs> for the Notani no start this weekend. Yanks go up 3-0 in the second. Disco Neal double. Glaber home run. Sure. Then Rangers come back. Joey, send him to the gallo. He puts him on the board. It's 3-1 Rangers. <laughs> you, you can tell by the way I walk that I am a woman man. Nit, disco near Walker. <laughs> it's a solo shot. Now it's top of the four. We're talking 4-1. What's that smell? It's Rognid O'Dor with a three-run blast. We're tied at fours in the fourth. Is it a game? Are the Rangers pests? Does love exist? Judge home run. Glaber gets Bartolo two times. He's half his age. Yanks score three in the six to make it 8-4. Texas tacked on another. Hicks puts up an insurance homer. Final score, Yankees 10-5. Man, I got to kill more of your fish. That was an incredible burn. Yeah, bro. I told you. I wasn't joking anymore. I'm trying to think. See, I I wasn't even going to give you a chance to pause me there, even though you paused me at the initial start. So I called your bluff Um, right away. Basically. Basically. So I win. Um, I just won burn one. 
The only other things I normally mention, Tanaka to Chad to Robertson to Holder. Again, Tanaka, five innings pitched, four and runs, not really good. I mean, well, there was a lot of hitting this this series anyways. Am I crazy yeah. that like my brain is like, Tanaka doesn't pitch good in Arlington. I said that last episode. CeCe doesn't pitch good in Arlington. I said that last episode. The balls fucking were flying this week, This, this these games. Like flying. They were like rockets. Everything was a rocket out of there. Yeah, the Mazzara home run tonight looked silly. Like it looked like a single to right. And I was out. So half in my brain yeah. just like, okay, good. Get out of Arlington. We'll never pitch there again. None of our pitchers pitch well there. Their hitters, kudos to them. They had great approach against Tanaka. Whose stuff? Tanaka's, were you able to watch that game? Yeah. Yeah. His stuff looked pretty good to me. They they were not biting on his good splitters. And the good splitters were good. They just, their approach was, we're going to lay off the splitter until he raises it. And then he would have to raise it because they they weren't swinging at balls in the dirt for strikes. They were super disciplined. So Tanaka had to raise his pitches, and then they were just mashing them. So it's bad Tanaka because he they trapped him into playing their game. So, But it's also like kudos to them. It wasn't – we've seen Tanaka where he just straight up is flat and is throwing fastballs down the middle and getting like completely knocked around. Uh, this was – I thought his stuff looked good. I thought they they bested him. But I don't know how yeah. much that makes a difference. It's still bad Tanaka. Yeah, and I'm hey, at the end of this series, six pitchers had starts and only one of them was a decent start. So there's a little of that. There's a lot of hitting going on. We might dive into it later. We might not. You and me have had this discussion with a couple of our with the talking Yanks dudes. Like you said, now that Tanaka isn't throwing his fastball a lot, which I know there's numbers there, but like you just said, like people aren't biting on the splitter because they know that 80% of the time it comes in looking like that, it's still not going to be a fastball. So I don't know. I, I know this is easier said than done, but if Tanaka could make his fastball look a little more like his splitter and use that more effectively, I think that would benefit him a lot. I, I think he's working on it and getting there. You're right. He didn't look awful. There was a lot of hitting this weekend. Yankees won. Let's talk about home runs. We hit 11 so, home runs this series. One, one game at a time. Okay, ga- yeah, we hit eleven home runs a series. We hit five in game one. Glaber hit two. Yeah. Now, Judge hit one. Yes. Walker Hicks. hit one. Walker hit Walker. a second deck shot. We're getting a lot of people, Jake, asking like people that don't follow us, asking why are his name Disco Neil? What's your answer? We need the Talking Yanks listeners and you and I to come up with an answer besides Jake said it one day. No, it is. It's hilarious because the juxtaposition between a nerdy, nerdy, like Catholic Christian dude and then the disco rally. I think that's part of it. He's he's one of the older guys on the team. He was somewhat of an outsider that people weren't really bought into. And then he came in and he still he struggled a little bit. Everyone was still asking about the young guys. Like, why do we even have Neil Walker here if we've got Andujar, Drury, Glaber, these guys? And the, the dude's a pro. It's it's disco. It doesn't die. You know? There you go. It's it's as old as time. D I S C O. Just sounds good, man. Disco Neil. Disco Neil Walker. All right. What else do we have from game one? I don't know. That's all. Game one, I think I think that's it, man. I mean, I Glaber I with two home runs. Bar- we'll Bartolo was on the hill for oh, the other team. Glaber dude. got him twice. You think Bartolo hit Glaber on purpose? 
Yeah. I think he did too. Everyone's like, yeah. he did it. That ball moved five feet. But my heart heart says he did. It was a young rookie. He smashed a homer off him. Bart's got the best like location in the league. And like, why not? Like they lose that game and no one's like, oh, they lost that game. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think it's going to be funny. They're going to look, we'll look back in 15 years and be like, oh my God, Glaber had at bats first Bar- Bartolo clone. Yeah. He took him yard twice and then Bart plunked him in between those. I have a question. Bartolo Colon, sure. when he made his debut, Glaber Torres was three months old. Yes. When Glaber Torres retires, will Bartolo Colon be alive? Mm. That's a fun, bad game. So put his career at 20 years, Glaber. That puts Bartolo, is Bartolo living to 62? Because as horrible as this is, I think Bartolo Colon, Tony Gwynn's himself as soon as he stops playing baseball. Ooh, that's not a good – I don't think that's a good phrase. Well, you remember how big he got after he stopped playing baseball? Yeah, but I don't think saying Tony Gwynn like that is a good way to say it. I, well, I think you, Bartolo Colon, it, as soon as he stops playing baseball, balloons up like triple to what he is now. It's a very – it's a very fair question. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say no and Bartolo's a, a lifer and a beautiful baseball person for years. I think you're just saying but, that because you're I don't think I believe that. <laughs> okay. Let's go to game two uh of the series. Are you ready with your second burn? Did you prepare three burns? This is the best you've ever done. My little brother's calling me right now. I'm gonna decline that so I can get my timer out. Are you ready with for your second burn? I'm ready for my second burn. You came in at um a minute twenty seconds on the first burn, so just to let you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm done with your timing. That's why I, I jokingly ask if you keep it because I don't care. Okay, and ready? And wow. the timer is zero, two, one, go. Game two, future Yankees great Cole Hamels <laughs> as decided by Twitter versus Domingo. Pause. Can I pause for real? Yes. Do you want to talk Cole Hamels? Mm. So here's where I'm tore up on it. All the logical people that I follow that I use, I like. I'm like, oh yeah, this person is of sound mind. They they aren't just like they aren't just grabbing for things right away. They aren't sure. like you know going crazy. They usually use logic. Are telling me that it's dumb, like that his peripherals are worse than his performance. They're telling me that what we would have to give up to get him is not going to be equal because we're going to have to overpay for his contract or over give up prospects or both. So that's what other people I, I trust their opinions are telling me. Now the George Steinbrenner in me is saying, not only did he shut us down, I thought he looked crisp attacked and looked really well versus us. But then like the logical is like, okay, but that's just one game. But then my brain says, well, he probably looks like that. And then his record against playoff teams this season is very good. So the George Steinbrenner in me says like, Hey, that dude just shut us down. I want him on the team. But all the logical people that I enjoy their opinions are telling me it's not worth it and it's and he's he's not going to hold up like how he is so far. What's your thoughts? Did you see did you see my tweet on it? No, perchance? Perchance. Don't look. I don't want you to look. I want to tell you about it. Okay, tell me about it. I won't look. I said it in parentheses, so it didn't count. Because yes. if you say anything in parentheses, it doesn't count. Yeah, it's like a it's like a whisper into a wall, like. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like a. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. It was locker room talk before that got ruined by some orange guy. Do you think that's like a known thing, right? Because I do that in texting. I do that on Twitter sometimes. I don't know. I don't think so. But I'd I'd like to make it like official. Okay. I think it's somewhat known. I do it sometimes. Like I think I used to like put nice block Gary in parentheses. If Cashman and the Rangers GM, I'm I'm blanking on who it is nowadays. It's still John something. I I think John John. John John. John John Binks. Um if they met in like in the tunnels before the game and say, "Hey, Herman for Hamels right now." Yeah, I'd do that immediately. Right, but I'm saying that that doesn't bring in the contract and stuff because the Yankees can't bring on that money this year. I mean, the whole conversation and where things get just ridiculous is is the price. It's the value. Cole Hamels would be great on a lot of. Cole Hamels is in every baseball team's rotation. He's a 3380 ERA. He's a 337 ERA lifetime. Yes, he's 34. Yes, he's getting older. He's owed some money this year. I mean, he's attractive. So when you start when you start bringing money into it and so I I so that was in parentheses. Like Yeah, okay. Cuz it it was it clearly wasn't fully serious, but Herman's shown some serious arm talent. He's a young starter. The Rangers don't really need Hamels anymore. So it's kind of one of those, eh, shrug your shoulders. In real life, I mean, start going through some of the Yankees' young guys. Herman, what if it was Herman, Tyler Austin, and like a Tyler Wade and another mad prospect? I mean, that's that's kind of more than what was paid for Garrett Cole, for Verlander. So I don't know. Speaking it, of old prospect and, names, do you remember the name Peter O'Brien? I don't think so. Uh, maybe you were kind of out. He had like 30 home runs two years in a row in our minor league system, and A-Rod said he was going to be great. We traded him for Martin Prado, and he hasn't like made the ma- major yet. He probably had as much hype as Clint back in the day. Pete O'Brien. Shout out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's – it's Okay, so it's MJ, let's, let's – MJ, let's, MJ versus LeBron right now. It's a useless conversation. Gun to your head. Will Cole Hamels be traded at the deadline? Yes. Will the Yankees make an offer? Yeah. Will the Yankees receive him? No. <sighs> okay, you answered, but I still shot you anyway. I mean, I think there's a chance, but there's probably <laughs> there'll probably be four or five teams in on it. <laughs> so I don't know, just playing the odds there. Yep. Okay, so we're going back to the burn, and that's the last we'll talk about trades until the trade season actually approaches. Because I fucking hate that stuff. Last we'll talk about it. I like that stuff. It it just turns into value. Folks. Burn burn back on the clock on your mark. Cause that go. Yanks looked like they went out in Uptown or Deep Ellum the night before. Used to live there, Jimmy. Some good spots. Deep Ellum's coming around. Good outdoor indoor places. Good beer. Uh, atrocious game to watch for the first few innings. Herman couldn't throw a strike. He was saying, "Please don't trade me to this team." So he didn't throw any strikes. Three point two innings, six earned run. Five nothing game after two innings. Rookie of the year, Glaber Torres hits his third home run in two games. After that, Aaron Boone gets his first ejection, arguing ball and strikes. Quick hook from the up. But Aaron Boone was showing the boys, even when we're down 6 1 to this nobody team in a game that doesn't really matter and we're winning a ton of games. I don't care. I called him Big Dick Boone on Twitter. No regrets. Gary with the old ejection cramp to show unity with Boone. <laughs> <laughs> the Yanks, these Yanks show their miles and miles of heart in the form of Andujar and Austin Romine home runs. 
to make it, what was it, 6-4, top the eight, top eight. Rally comes short. The world ends according to the internet. Yankees lose. Hamill was good. Seven innings pitched, two earned runs, I believe. Uh, the three worst guys in the Yankees pin, Cole, Shreve, and Gallegos, uh, hold Texas to zero runs over 4.1 innings if you're looking for some more silver lining. But Yankees lose 6-4. Boom. Well, we can talk about Herman. First, I want to talk about Boone. And you made me think your sure. your Gary joke there was very good. Thank I you. Appreciate that. I think Gary came out today and went up to the ump and was like, "Hey, I really didn't have a cramp yesterday. I just left the game with unity for unity of Boone. That was unity with my coach. I love my coach. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, man. It was really weird how it went down because it. And it's funny that this is quote unquote normal baseball, but the catcher coming out of the game. The, the half inning after your manager argued balls and strikes, you assume the catcher went back and said something like, <laughs> I'm with Boone or something. Yeah. Just, or, or no, you expect it to just be something cheeky that's supposed to like just pinch a nerve for the umpire and the ump was already running hot, so he ran him or something. Yeah. Hey, hey, that, then, hey, that guy that you just threw out, I agree yeah. with him, you cocksucker. Yeah, I'm, that's, guy's my coach, so. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, what do we th- about Boone's ejection? It was it was decent enough. I I don't I I like that he went and got his. Like you know what I mean? Like um, if he was to get thrown out and he just like threw his hands in the air and left, can't do that. Yeah, he didn't go all Joe Girardi. I think half. I think Joe Girardi was very much a show. Like that Joe Joe Girardi was kind of old school. Like I have to put on a show. I hope so. Otherwise, Joe Girardi's like has the temper of a fucking two year old. So nice. I, I like Boone a little better. He said what he had to say. He was mad, and then he went on his way. He is very there, smooth handoff. There, there has to be some theatrics. The, I mean, the thing that the Yes Network had been sitting on, I mean, for months now, was Boone's ejection in his first game, which is a hilarious. That video was hilarious. Which all Talking Yanks listeners already knew about because we talked about it when we did Boone's PPP preseason. Right. But that video was so good. When he's like, and oh, then, my God. <laughs> yeah. And that's – that was – so you saw that the first time, and you're like, oh, he's saying, oh, my God, because he's he's kind of mad at himself. He can't believe he got tossed just for doing that. And then it's kind of funny because that's like a whoa moment. You're a rookie in your first game, and you have to face all these, like, MLB tough guys that have been around for a decade. And they're like, wait, you got tossed in your first game because you made a base running error? (laughs) Like, that's a bad look. That would be – we'd be saying, like, Clint Frazier type stuff about him. So, glad glad his career went went well. Glad glad we're at it now. And it's it's out of the system. Yeah. All right. Herman. Herman gave up, like, what, four hits but gave up three walks, six earned runs. I don't know, man. Herman has looked good for – 10 innings this season, basically, in my eyes. And, and and when he looks bad, he looks really bad. He looked really bad. Yeah. He's – man, this is – I don't know. Not not pleasant, but I don't love Herman as a starter. I don't like his arm angle. He looks a little too loosey-goosey for me. He has great stuff. And 
And it, there are three pitches. He has a, a fastball, a changeup. When, when that's right, it is the exact same slot as the fastball. It's about 10 to 12 mile per hour less. It looks beautiful. And then the slider, which, when he, again, when he catches it, it's a nice pitch. He's got plus-plus stuff. I just, with that delivery and how he goes about it, it's tough for me to picture him as a six-inning guy. And he made me look like a real jerk in his in his first start when he goes no hitter. And I was, you know, I was eating crow. But now he's kind of showing signs that when you know I'll here, I'll 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 feed you a little something because we need it, because we lost the series. So we're we're emotional. Um, you know, your boy Monty works out of a jam. When <laughs> when when <laughs> when Herman gets in a jam you can see him kind of lose his composure and, you know, quote unquote, speed slows the game down. He slows down a lot. He's, I don't know if he's overthinking it or if it's um, the rhythm with the catchers or what it is, but he, he, when, when he gets into some trouble, he's getting into a lot of trouble. That's what it feels like. Yep. And it doesn't feel like that for Monty because he's good at that. So nice. Okay. Nice. We'll move on. Uh, Herman, he gets one more start, I think. I mean, if he blows this next start, we can't just trot him back out there for another two before Montgomery's back. Yeah, and there was a lot of rumors about the kid they brought up, and he's down. You know, he's I've, down. I've been uh, I've been slapping AJ Cole on the butt the past couple weeks, so yeah, and you know maybe Cole Hamels just takes the plane back, Jimmer. They uh, <laughs> they sent Bollinger down already. <laughs> awesome. So someone's coming up tomorrow. Maybe Canley. I think they Canley was supposed to be around. Tommy tight pants. All right. What else do we have from this game? Romine hit another home run. I went live for that, which was just hilarious. Like, hey, I'm going to go live because Romine's coming off a home run, and he's got a 3-1 count, so maybe he'll hit another one here, and then he did. But, hey, and he also threw a runner out. Romine's having a much, much better season than he had last year. Very good season. Great little road trip from Romine. He's got some silly numbers right now and like, 15 at bats. I think he has 13 RBIs, something like that. He's been playing really well. Good, good road trip for him. A couple, couple homers. And yeah, that's where that was an eyes light up moment where it was like, you know, if, if the Yanks have this kind of mojo going with Andujar and Romine trying to come back from four runs, we're, we're going to be out of control. Um, Good day for me. It was also. I, I was going double screens and had Houston Golden State on, and that that was one of the best NBA games I've ever I ever I've ever watched. So I was I was in like sports freaking junkie heaven for a minute there. Nice. And then they lost, and I wasn't. So I have Andujar and Glaber on my fantasy team, and Didi and Judge and Gary, and uh, they all hit home runs, and I'm playing you, and I'm kicking your ass. So can I? Can I tell you the joke I want to use the next time we have Ryan Rucco on? Yeah, let's hear it. I want to say, Ryan, you're so you're on the record for saying you want to send Glaber down to AAA. <laughs> it just, <laughs> just, just see if he clenches up or if he's like, <laughs> or he get, gets that big laugh out of him. I don't know. We'll see. Rucco, nervous. Rucco and Coney have been awesome together. And how about Coney sticking up for my boy Gary, giving the same spiel I've given on this show probably five times at least. Awesome to hear Coney say that. I would have loved if he said it while Michael K was in the booth with him. Herman was missing his spot by a full foot 
with yeah. breaking stuff. Like it was supposed to be a breaking stuff outside and he's throwing a 90 mile power breaking ball inside and everyone's roasting Gary. I'm not even going to get into it because I've been into it yeah. for so long. Yeah. Um, but Tance, but bounce went off the front of the plate tonight. They got past Romine and it's, it really is. It's, it's sick that your brain can hear what everyone would say if that same thing happened with Gary Sanchez back there. And that's, but it, no one I, says a peep with Ryan. I, I tweet. I tweeted the Gary Sanchez if it was Gary reaction tonight. And was, move, move Austin Romine to first base or DH. Yeah. I'm so I'm so glad that David Cohn made that speech. And if you haven't Coney heard, Cohn was great. Cohn talking about the disco stuff. Yeah, him and, and Ruko have been way more loosey goosey, and they're like happy. They Cone they Cone dropped the hold my beer line. Yeah, that. They, but like, good. their whole vibe is energetic and happy. Where I like, I don't. K's good at play by play, but what I hate is if something happens that's questionable. The way in which K goes about questioning it is so whiny and like, yeah. okay, let's blow this up into a thing. Like if they bunted at one point, didn't bunt, where Ruko and Cohen were just like, huh, that's interesting, and kind of laughed about it and talked about the two reasons why they're doing it or not doing it, where Michael K is like, well, don't you think in a situation like this, it wouldn't call for? And it's like, oh, dude, the way you go about asking questions is so fucking whiny. He's earned his soapbox. Yeah, yes, he he's, he's earned everything he has. Really good. Are you ready to burn game three? I want to I want to get Rooks on soon because he was just with the team, so we'll get some insight. We'll ask. We'll see. Maybe he hates us. We did give him okay. his favorite introduction to an interview he's ever had. Yeah. So, Marty Glickman, so got- two thousand eight Marty Glickman Award winner. <laughs> yeah. All right. Game number three. Burn. We're we're, we're cruising to forty minutes, so we got to burn through one, two, three. Burn. Game three, I was super excited at points of this, and then I got sad. <laughs> Big CC on the hill after a loss, so you're like, okay, does that thing still happen? Um, he's had too much barbecue. Casey, now Texas. Uh, old Doug Fister. Fister, barely know her. Dee says, I'm back, baby. Two-run homer in the first. Two-run homer, three for the Yanks in the first. Another Neil Walker home run, yawn. Four-nothing lead in the fourth. Rangers put up a five spot ball flying like they're playing on the moon. Inverted Romine comes up. They didn't even know. Glaber and Judge are nut jobs. They're getting comparisons to all time greats on the broadcast. Glaber did something that's never been done for baseball before. We hear that every other game now. CeCe, in a bad show of homage uh, to Mickey Mantle, gives up seven runs. It's still 10 to 7. Yanks are up a field goal bottom six. The controversial, semi-controversial move we talked about. They put in Chase and Shreve. He gets he puts a couple guys on. Robertson comes on. Inning turns into an absolute dumpster fire. Four runs. Where's Chad? Where's Delhi? Oh, there's Delhi. The next inning looks incredible. Comes in for that second inning. Not so good. 12-10 Rangers, all the Yankees magic apparently went into closer Kiana Kila because he looked incredible and the crowd was like going through him. Was running so hot and happy for a couple innings and then sad, bad, mad loss at the end of it. Nice burn, Jacob. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. I don't even know where to go into this game. What everyone wants us to talk about is Boone's decisions. So maybe yeah. we'll just talk about that. I think we agree. Okay, let's go through it. They get the 10-5 to 5 lead. CeCe's been struggling. 
would you have sent him back out there for the fifth? Yeah, I, I had no problem with him going back out for the fifth. Good, me neither. No problem at all. Get, I mean, what are you going to do? Okay. Six innings of bullpen? I know you got the day off tomorrow, but like you just you got a five run yeah. lead. CC can't do it. So it's CC. He's a vet. He's he's a veteran. He's going to throw strikes and. Hey man, <laughs> ball was flying tonight. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. So Holder comes in and gets out of it. Good. Yeah. Now we have four more innings of work, right? Yeah. One, two, three, four. Four more innings of work for a three-run lead. Now this is where you and I have a problem. He brings in Shreve. Right. When right. you have a day off on Monday, the next day, and you have Chad, D-Rob, Batances, Chapman. That should have been an inning each, right? Like that should have yeah. been the plan. The next day is Thursday, but yes. All podcast days, I think, are Sunday. Sure. So, and I, I think more importantly than the off day tomorrow is that none of them pitched the day before. So, uh huh. They're 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 ready to go. And I, the the best comparison that I had to provide you was that if this was a three nothing game and you were going to the bullpen, it Chase and Shreve would not have been the guy. Yes, but because and it felt Yan- like a slop fest. Right. It was a 10-7 game, and I, I don't know if this is how Boone will explain it because you can't really explain it that way, but in a game like that, you never know when you might need other pitchers. And I think his game plan was, hey, if Shreve can get us through this, awesome. I'll have Robertson ready to go, and he can do his Houdini act, and we'll get it to chat if we need to. I think that was partially his game plan. It didn't work, and I I don't know. I, I would have gone essentially. And again, we're now we're playing manager, which is tough. But yeah, I think you go Delhi, and hope you get that clean inning out of him, like you did before. And he did later in the game, but you can't you can't necessarily do that. You go Delhi with Robertson in case you need a hero. And then if Delhi gets through the inning, then you go Chatter Robertson and get an inning out of them. If they look great, send him out for another and have the other rescue them. And then you have Chapman lined up. And I. I don't know. Hindsight's twenty twenty sounds easy, but at the same time, a a ten seven game is a three zero game is a four one game. I know it's not, but it is, and I I think that would have been the game plan in in those. So that's that's where I stand on it. I agree. I, I mean, I, I agree that Shreve shouldn't have been in there. Should have go with your four get best guys to finish that game. They all didn't pitch a day before. They're not pitching tomorrow. D Rob didn't do his job. Dellen looked. Fantastic in his first inning. Now he's 19 out of 21. First inning appearances looking great. The second inning, he looked fine, but things went awry because second inning, Dylan, it, it's kind of like a superstition at this point. Like it, Even if he pitches good, it ain't, it ain't yeah, working out. I kind of wanted to wrestle with you on that because I still don't buy it. Like his first out, his his first two outs were a strikeout, yet a runner got to third base because it was a ball in the dirt. And I mean, I know that's partially his stuff, but like it, it, it is to the level where it's more so curse than like what he's actually doing at this point. I agree. Like but that it's second a curse. inning, he doesn't look horrendous, but yeah. But I know you don't you don't like that stuff. <laughs> it's 19 out of 20 times. 19 out of 21 times. 21. The first inning blanks. Zero in runs. He's yeah. pitched a second inning four times. All four have come with runs. Yeah. <clears throat> so, whatever. The, this game, though. People were like, 
fire Boone. Like, Boone has to go, which I, that's just like Twitter and people fishing for the reaction I'm giving them right now. And it's just like, like, that's sad, man. You're sad. You can say yeah. Boone messed up with his Shreve decision. Or if you think another decision, you're entitled to think that. And, and like, if you want to talk with me on Twitter, say that. And I'll have a conversation with you. But the people that just tweet at me like, fuck Boone. Boone needs to go. I just think you're a dumb imbecile who can't gather thoughts and, and like, things. And it's annoying. It's annoying to get those. I was really frustrated today. Very frustrated. Yeah. Like, Sorry. First place team. Second place not whatever. On there's a stat that if the Yankees go 50, 50 if they go five hundred the rest of the season, Jake, they'll be at ninety wins. Yeah, that's insane. It's um, and I, I won't say them who shall not be named, but yeah, they're both Yankees and the Sox are on <laughs> incredible paces right now. Yeah. The best incredible paces, and the Yankees will just hide behind the fact that we've played good teams and they haven't yet. Yeah, um, the <laughs> these guys are good too. It's. It's going to be a really fun year. Dude, The it was like the first time it kind of got brought up tonight. Whoever ends up in the wild card is fucking – Don't. That's, don't. That sucks. Don't. don't. You're going to give me anxiety. Yeah. Don't. I thought about that. I won't give you anxiety. It's the same time. It's the same shit when I think about dying. I have to like shake my head violently and snap myself out of it. I just can't do it. So don't make no me- one, No one really got me. What's that? Is if they tied and they had to play a game and then play a wild card game. And they probably have the two best records in baseball. Man, that's such a shit show. Wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah. All right. So I thought that my uh, one of our listeners' his name is Will on Twitter. Some sure. some this game three up, and I think some people this is how their mind goes with these crazy circus games. And he just said, "This is just a freak game. Enjoy the show." And when it gets into okay, we've like or 10, 11 to ten with like five run innings from both teams. It's kind of like, whoa, what's going to happen yeah. next? Cause this is like a bizarre game. Yeah. I mean, you could say, Hey, Yankees, Yankees scored 10 runs. <laughs> they should win that game. <laughs> Excuse me. In the first and the die? fifth inning. I think so. In the first and the fifth inning, the Yankees combined to score nine runs. <laughs> it's nine runs in two innings. Hey, for Texas in the fourth and the sixth innings, they combine to score nine runs. So, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit ballpark in Arlington. That's how it goes. And then people are going to always freak out about the bullpen because that's one of the few decisions that they can truly critique. Oh, yeah. Um, they don't realize how simple always, that is. Always either. Always easy to to go after that. So, I don't know. I, I mean, the only other thing I think we need to mention again are gopher balls. Uh, Gregorius, Disco Neal, Glaber again. Didi's and, back. And Judge. Didi's back. You got mentioned in uh, that guy's tweet. Sung Ming Kim. Yeah. He's a nice guy. How about that? Yeah. Some guy just DM'd me on Instagram and said, I'm a huge Yankees fan and get really mad when they lose. Watching your game recaps really calms me down. I know it's just a game, but still, I love the way you analyze and stay optimistic. Have a fantastic day. So my entire mood on the state of Twitter and uh, social media is turned around. This guy just made me happy again. I really didn't want to post a recap today. I muted all the responses. So if you responded to my recap, I just didn't see it because I was ready for like terribleness and just didn't want to deal with it. But this was nice. Glad, glad your dad DM'd you. Anything else on the series? No, it's not my dad. It's Preston. So I want you to shut yeah, your bitch yeah. mouth. Wow. 
Anything else? Uh, Gary Gary sat out because of the 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 muscle cramp it turned out to be, or yeah. unit unity with Boone. <laughs> Romine played again and <laughs> had a good game. Yeah, how about that? It's crazy. How about that? Start, start talking trade assets. The other thing that uh, every, everyone keeps wanting me to comment on on Instagram and Twitter is when are they going to move Glaber out of the nine hole? And my thing is we're averaging. Yeah, have we had this talk? I don't think you and me have. Okay, so here's my thoughts. We're averaging like seven runs a game right now, I think. Maybe yeah. it's six runs a game. Glaber's on an insane pace and playing incredibly well. I wouldn't mix up a thing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mix up a thing. And I think Boone sees that too. He's a great table setter to go Glaber, Gardner, Judge. There's no pre- There's not that much pressure on him down there. If you put him in the one hole, he's, he's going to feel more pressure. And maybe he comes through and like makes diamonds out of it and is even better. But why would you mess with it now? The offense is not the problem. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch anything. What are your thoughts yeah. on it? And and I was trying to think, and I I couldn't remember if it was '90s or if it was uh, 2000s. But the Yankees have done this before, and I forget if it was Young Gardner or Young Cano or Old Knobloch or who it was. But they've done the nine-hole leadoff thing before. Gardner um, Gardner only played nine or one for like his first two years, I think. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But the Yankees have done this before, and we we we've talked about the lineup situation i man i will tell you this i've been so impressed by the kid that when the yankees do go into their first like skid i'm kind of for it sure like yeah that's just a just you know we we've lost three of five or something like that and you're looking for a little spunk (laughs) like yeah sure yeah and if and and (laughs) if he sticks which it looks like he's sticking to everything he's ever gonna do at, yeah, at, at that point, I'd let it ride. But again, and this is why we've, we've kind of been composed for this. Yeah, we lost the series. It sucks. We, we probably could have had today's game. It's still been an incredible stretch. Let's not pretend the world's burning because we lost a road series. Um, we, went a ballpark. We, we went 500 on the road. Yeah, in a ballpark that was playing like a bandbox. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's do awards. And we're like, we got to burn through these. Yeah. And well, I, I think it's going to work out and I'll just do the, the easy segue into pride of the Yankees. Cause I was just talking about the kid and he is the pride of the Yankees. It's Glaber Torres, dude. He is, he's not a good dude. I was giddy. When he homered. Like, uh, unbelievably giddy. Like just, just singing and giggling. So this, like this, this series for Glaber, he went, Two for three with two home runs, two for four with one home run, one for five with one home run. And big home runs. The first game, it started it started it all. The second game, it wasn't that big of a home run. But then this game, it was a big home run at the time, too, to put us ahead. It was a tie game. Kids, like, very, very good at everything. The biggest, the biggest thing I will look for scouting reports for the rest of my life is if they open by saying he's just a baseball player. If they open saying something about his power or his speed, cool. Don't care. Is he a baseball player? Because that's all they said about Glaber. <laughs> he's, he's incredible. He's literally incredible. He's like you, but completely well, kill you, bury you, and then get someone much better, and then that's him. 
I think if I tidied up the hair and did some things, I think I could get a Glaber look going. Okay, so now you think you look like Glaber, Wade, Tor- uh, uh Ellsbury. I think my schnoz might be too big. Yeah, Glaber's adorable, man. Do you see that smile mm. he had after he hit the... Oh, my. No, no, no. Okay. All right, so he's my pride as well. There's just no... He's a double pride. Double that'll, pride. that'll expedite things. All right, let's move on to Yankee motherfucker. I'm going fucking uh, Domingo Herman. I don't like what you did out there, man. Wow. Want to know why? Because you made the dummies think it was Gary's fault. When you make the dummies think it's Gary's fault, when it's really your fault, Herman, that means I'm mad at you. And also, you pitched like shit. You looked like he, he looked like Pineda up there, kind of like just like the body language was bad. Everything was kind of gross. And like, dude, your whole presence right now is of that of someone I don't want to watch. Wow. So Herman, I think he's got one more shot. <laughs> uh, this th- for this stretch, not for his career or his Yankee tenure or whatever. Just this stretch as as the fifth starter while Monty's gone. I think I think this next game is. Uh, if he does the same thing, if he gives up, he's if he gives up six earned runs again. He, the last two starts, he gives up six earned runs. If he gives them up again, I think they're going to try and audible someone else. So he's my Yankee motherfucker. Yours? Okay. Cool. I'm a. I'm going to pull one out of your book. I'm going to do a sixty forty. Oh, interesting. Okay. My sixty will be Boone. You don't You've like. Already said why. You don't like when I do this. I know. I know, and that's kind of why I want to do it. Okay. But, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give, and it was going to be 50-50, but I put another 10% to Boone because the other 50% is going to Tyler Austin. He went 0 for 9. And what gets me with my boy. This doesn't make sense. When I do it, it's like Boone and the pitcher. Like you would have to do Boone and Shreve right now. Jimmy, I'm getting there. You're being an asshole. How does Tyler Austin come into play? So Tyler Austin gets the start against Bart. Game one, even though it's righty versus righty, he goes 0 for 5. And then he goes 0 for 4 against Hamels and looked lost. He was The stuff he was swinging at from Hamels was bad. And this is, again, part Tyler Austin. But Boone said, okay, Austin looked good in the Kansas City series. I'll give him the start against Bart and see what happens. Nope, 0 for 5. Austin tricked us, got us, and then he looked terrible against Hamels. So, that's why Boone gets part of that credit because he started Austin against Bartolo, which put him in that situation. Um, and then I already explained the Boone reliever stuff. I, in, in my head, it was no-brainer. The announcer said it in, like, the second inning. Like, the bullpen's rested. CeCe's got to go so far, and then this should, this should be money. It lined up that way. He, he took a little bit of a chance, and it, it, it burned him. Not not saying that if he went the other way, it still wouldn't have burned him. But, I mean, life's about managing risk, Jimmy. Cool. And we'll talk about Tyler Austin real quick. That's another conversation. Because, like you said, mm. versus Cole Hamels, he looked awful. Terrible swings. Awful. So everyone, awful. I, I almost got into a fight on Instagram with this guy. Like, I was in a fit of rage because sure. – People love to forget who Greg Bird is when he's healthy. And if you want to say, yeah, but he doesn't play, that's fine. That's fair comparison. But everyone was like, "Uh, Austin's earned it and he's not injury prone. Austin's just as injury prone as Bird. Bird has played more major league at bats and they got called up and like, and and Austin has has done just as much time as DL as Bird has for fluky, for fluky injuries. 
Austin had a bad series and Greg Bird hit a home run in the minors today. So now it's starting to flip on Twitter. Starting to flip. Yeah, but, but, that's, all it, but pe- that's all it takes. People forget. Okay, here's why Greg Bird is the better option than Tyler Austin. And Tyler Austin has done great for us. Tyler Austin is a bad ball hitter. He crushes when pitches, bad pitchers make mistakes. The best comparison I saw was Nick Swisher. Like Nick Swisher was a regular season hero. He was awesome. I Come loved him. Meet. Yeah, a couple like funny meatheads, but when Nick Swisher went into the postseason and had to face really good pitching, it wasn't the best. Greg Bird, in the postseason, we've seen that he can handle the best pitching. In 2015, watch his home run reel. It's all like tying at the end of the game. Good. Andrew Miller. And yeah. Bird's better at defense. Bird's got a better approach at the plate. I don't know if you forgot about Bird's approach at the plate. He's the most patient, calm, like. It's his strike zone, and the pitcher has to try and get the ball in there, and he's got a force field around it. Batter, I've seen in a while, like since Abreu. And he is better at hitting. He can hit lefties and righties. So there was, there was this debate, like, why are people obsessed with birds? Like, we're not obsessed with him because he is injury-prone, but if healthy, he's better than Tyler Austin. The recency bias on that is crazy. Crazy. All right, so here's my award. Okay. My first award goes to... Um, Two Dudes That Are Back Award. Mm. Two Dudes That Are Back. It's D.D. Gregorius and uh, Judge. Judge Slump was maybe half. He was like oh, 2 for 17, and D.D. was like 2 for 50, so not maybe not even half then. They're both back. Judge went 4 for 13 the series. He had 308 average. He hit two home runs, three RBIs, scored four runs. D.D. had three hits with a home run of himself. They're clicking. They're back. Didi's slump was pretty bad. We didn't really address it that much. Pretty bad slump. Didi's slump was bad, man. But whatever. Everything's – the offense is clicking. So if anyone's going to get awards, it's going to be offensive guys. So those those two dudes, they're back, hopefully. Pretty, pretty nice stuff, man. What's your, what's your award? My first award – I'll sort of – I've got one I've got one negative award and one positive award. Okay. My first negative award is the I don't trust you. And it goes to Aaron Hicks. You, you know what? You had D'Addario on last show. He's the Hicks defender. Well, daddy's back. And guess what? You know what? Ah, he had he had two hits today. They were meh. He uh, he was what? So he, was he? He didn't have two hits. Three. Mm, oh, he had two runs. Excuse me. He so he was two for fourteen for the series. One forty three average. Two hundred OBP. He hit a home run. Dude, here's the thing that bothers me. So the Yankees are down one or down two. They've got a runner on second. Giancarlo gets the second. They're down one. They've got a – Texas has that reliever in that has the same name as the Coldplay singer. Martin. Yeah, Chris Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they've got him in. The momentum's changed, and kind of the stadium's in that state where they're, they're kind of waiting to see if the Yankees have another counterpunch in them. And then there was a – there was a pass ball. Giancarlo goes to second after kind of fake hit by pitch or whatever that was. That was weird. So now Hicks is up batting lefty with the big, like the teacup shift going on. And if he rolls over a ball and hits a dribbler, at least Giancarlo goes to third. Another pass ball. We get a run in. It's a tied game. He swings at the next pitch. It's an up and away fastball, and he pops it out to shortstop basically. And that's just not I, – I know it's, it's like I'm, I'm bullying <laughs> at this point. But, dude, that's just little thing baseball that, again, in a playoff game, that's a huge play. 
And I don't, I don't trust Aaron Hicks to do that. It's because he cheats the system. He's a cheater. Sorry about, sorry about you. So am I going to have to give an award to Neil, or do you want your next award to be for Neil? Well, let me go next. So my last award was to Aaron Hicks, and it was the I Don't Trust You Award. My next award is the I Trust You Award. Wow. And it's Neil Walker, dude. I, I'm, I'm going straight broken record mode. And I know maybe I'm jumping too far ahead with all these playoff baseball references, but when playoff baseball gets here, tell me you don't trust Neil Walker. You will trust him more than Andujar. You will trust him more than Tyler Austin if he's around. You will trust him more than Hicks. Neil Walker is good, man. Did you see how pissed off he was? He missed. He just missed that ball. Yep. Ah, I love that. And he's now that he's got it. Like I'm, he may have another slump. Sure, a lot. May probably everybody on the team has another slump. <laughs> but dude, he's good. And I, I don't know if it's gonna be. It could be first base due to injury. It could be you might see third base or just a huge roll off the bench. I'm all in on Neil Walker. I think roll off the bench, but I agree with you. He's a, it's like a, it's like a meme at this point, but he's a professional hitter with a professional approach. I mean, dude, if this is, this is doing way too much and going to get people spinning too much, but if it was a game seven and Verlander was on the Hill, I think I'd rather have Neil Walker batting lefty playing third than Andujar at this point. Boom. Come at me, Twitter. Nice. Suck my duck, Matt Barnes. Nice. All right, my, my next and last award for the show is the uh, No Respect Award. No Respect, huh? No Respect. I get no respect. And I think this is a recurring award. Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner. <laughs> I should have prefaced before you went, are you going to give Brett Gardner an award? Yeah. Because that's where we're at. Well, I was going to give Romine one, but I think I did that last week. And Brett Gardner, you know what he's done since everyone said he, they should like take him out back and shoot him like he was an old dying horse? Could you tell me, Jim? Last 13 games, he's got a 304 batting average. Does that tell us the whole story? No, it doesn't. Okay, let's check in the other stats. His on-base percentage is 441. His OPS is 854. Remember when he was dead? Remember he was the dying? He over the hill? He's old? Didn't he die? Didn't we bench him for Clint? Didn't, yeah, didn't all his skill just vanish because he's like the, the oldest 33-year-old in the history of baseball? Weren't we going to bring up Zach Zenner from AAA to get him some at-bats? <laughs> 11 walks, 14 hits. This series, he had a 500 batting average, a double. It's just like, and it's so under the radar. Cause just Brett doing Brett shit. And when your game is under the radar, you want to know how under the radar Brett's game is. He didn't, he went to his college tryouts and they did like, okay, outfield throw. And he was the worst. And then they did, okay, hitting. And he was the worst. They did like all these skills at tryouts, you know? And he was like, not did they were like, that's not impressive. And he got cut. And his dad went up to the coach next day and said, that's not, how you're going to, that's not how he's going to help you. There's no way you can judge him in a skills competition and no. And his dad begged the coach, I guess, and said, let him play on the team. Let him participate in practice scrimmages. Let him show you what he can do. And he did that for a week. And then he made the college team because 
that's how under the radar what he does is. So I don't love the dad part of that story. That's a little. It's a little like, oh, yeah, play my little, son, play my yeah. son. Yeah, no, I swear my son's good. But you know, um, Brett Gardner was too like he was he was he was too man to to not do that for himself. He was just punching the wall until his shoulder got stronger, yeah. and he could hit the ball further. Yeah. I was gonna say before you went into that terrible point. <laughs> that's a good story. Um, that's a good story. I was gonna say before that he's <laughs> he right now he's batting between two of the people that make baseball look the easiest in the world, <laughs> and he's the opposite of that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He's flailing at like. <laughs> sliders that are not even borderline just to slap him off almost to pit, piss the pitcher off do you think like oh you're gonna you're gonna throw that foul ball every time do you th- don't care do you think you don't like the dad story because when you got cut from the baseball team your dad didn't go fight for you Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I don't, I, I, everyone has those moments in life uh, mine was <laughs> the the after I got cut, the center fielder got hurt a couple days later. And then the coach that Sunday defended me, you could hear him screaming from the baseball field. I was on the track team then. Had to do something with your days. And he was like, this is why Jake should be on the team. <laughs> I'm on the track field bawling my eyes out. Love a happy ending on Talking Yanks. All right, and that's it. We'll be back on Friday, Saturday, Sunday night for the next recap. Quick reminder, go to Patreon. Dot com slash talking yanks. I should have said that when I did the whole spiel at the beginning. P A T R E O N dot com slash talking yanks. You can go to my Twitter page. It's up there. I'm going to try and put a donate link or support link or whatever right on top of talkingyanks.com. That's not up yet. I have to do that. That's the end of the show. May we all go on with our day thinking about poor young Jake bawling his eyes out on the track field because the, the he didn't make the baseball team. So, like, if I just suck it up for, like, three days, they probably put me back on the team. But I didn't do that. Yeah. Ran the 200 meters. On that same same sports complex, I shit my pants when I was 14 years old. So, we both got good stories there. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll have to hook up some other good stories to Patreon or something. Because I've got a good – I've got a couple Texas Ranger stories I want to get out, but it's just not time. It's not time. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, Don't forget – that the Yankees are a good baseball team because Yankees of, are good because of the loss. All right, uh, go Yanks! Tell them, Grandma. We didn't even mention the next series. Off day and then more baseball. Houston Angels, Angels. Um, uh, Otani versus Tanaka. Yeah, that's exciting. Let's let's just leave that as the only thing we're going to mention. That's that's going to be some of the biggest. Is that like offensive in a way that that's like really exciting? <laughs> no, because like the Japanese media is going to be excited about it. Right. Probably national holiday over there. <laughs> well, see that part sounds a little, little, yeah, little Go offense. kill some dolphins and watch some baseball. Thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them, Grandma. Go Yankees. <laughs>